0: oh, And welcome to the Pack Rugby Show. That's right, it's Wednesday night at 6.30pm and that can only mean one thing. We're here to delve deep into the game of rugby here in Australia and around the world. My name's Jay ball but I can't do it by myself, so here, joining me this evening, we have our starters. And that's right, back on deck, joining us live in studio, it's Aiden Tower, Dossy Boy! Yes. Oh, and Dallin, yes! Round of applause for <laughs> and, uh, that said, no team is is complete without their battler's bench. And tonight, it is chockers. It is holding up the gruesome twosome themselves. You've got big fat das and his pet Corgi. <laughs> Ryan killswitch here <laughs> Yes, the boys. How uh, are
1: you? good. I'm sweating yeah, already. <laughs> yeah. Sorry,
0: I'm a bit yeah. off my game. I was literally... You
1: nearly went. You nearly,
0: did, you nearly did the <laughs> yo-yo, yeah. mate. It was so close. Cool. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of what I had to say because I'm just very excited because tonight is an absolutely massive night. We have two huge guests joining in this this evening. Man, I'm fizzing at the bunghole for this. We have joining us uh, live from Reds HQ. Red Skipper Liam Wrong is right. will be dialing in uh, ahead of the Brumbies match this weekend, which is going to be an absolute belter and also a late inclusion onto the run sheet. Uh, newly announced Wallaroos Women's Player of the Year, Georgia Fredericks, is going to be calling in as well, which is going to be absolutely Huge. massive. So we got G. Fred and Wrong is calling in. Um, G. Fred in about 15-odd minutes and, and Wrong is in about half us. So without further ado, let's just get straight into pack News because there's been a lot to discuss um, in particular around Super Round. We saw Eddie Jones out there. And Eddie Jones has in, been on a bit of a media blitz of late and and – Announced just recently. Um, I said on a podcast that early predictions on, on sort of who he sees as being the the fly half to take us to the World Cup. I mean, he actually made specific mention to Quade Cooper um, in particular. We'll need to have three tens at the World Cup. Quade could be the one of them and the other two spots are wide open. He also went further than that and pretty much said he'll be the one sort of directing the boys at the World Cup. So... I want to get everyone's thoughts on this. We'll start with you, Doss. We thought, why not actually make our own selection and debate a little bit in regards to who our top three tens in Australia are? Yeah. Um. So I think I think QC is number one. 100%. I agree also. Um, and I think the way that he's come out and sort of vocalised his support for him, obviously Quaid going through his rehab, his Achilles... Um, is probably just a little bit more of that motivation for him to, you know, tick every box so he's prepared um, because, you know, Eddie's, you know, he's been around. He's he's won World Cups. He, he understands the value of experience when you come to these big tournaments, especially in that number 10 jersey. So I think Quade's the one. And my other two, I had um, young Ben Donaldson, I think is going to back him up. And I actually, Reese Hodge will end up being the third and I think Young Liner will travel, nice. um, and I think just because Eddie's got a he's got a five year plan, he'll want him to soak up everything from the World Cup leading into the 2025 line series, and the 27 World Cup. Um, man, he's just been super impressive from my point of view. I think um, you know someone like I look at someone like James O'Connor who I would have had there at the start of the year, and I just I don't think with Young Liner's start to the year in those two games, Rabs coming off contract knowing. Knowing what Thorny's like, backing young guys who show a bit of promise. Um, Rabs will still have, he'll still play a big part in how the Reds go this year, but you know, I think Thorny will give Liner every opportunity um this year in terms of game time. Yeah. And yeah, so they're my three they're my three going to um go to France. Dow yours.
2: One of the same. <laughs>
0: All right, oh. big fat ass. <laughs> uh, good input, Dal. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's good, input, Dal. It's good to the start starters back it, so it's, it's great, great minds think alike, it's great. mate.
2: It's, it's Ben Donaldson. I think Ben Donaldson, because he's just the next one ready to go. Mm. I think um, you know he's showed some some real class and he's been consistent and he plays the way that I think Eddie likes to play. Mm. And then I just think that, that third guy is, is going to be Reese Hodge. I think they'll take a third position. Third fly half, it can play many different positions. I don't think Liner will go. I just think he's it's, it's it's a little bit early for him. Like mm. he's, I agree with Doss. He's played really well, but he's played two games of footy. Correct. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Wonderful talent, kicks the ball like no one else in the awesome. country. Awesome, yeah. Does not nice. miss? You know yep. what I mean? And that's I think the biggest separating factor for him at the moment over everyone else. Yeah, is he just builds scoreboard pressure? Man, his goal kicking is oh, just man. Phenomenal. awesome, mate. Like
3: yeah,
2: yeah. Big fat
3: Doss. I've got a lot like uh, Dawson Dale. Um I've gone with uh, Quaid. And then I went. Also went. I went the Iceman, Foley, mm-hmm. uh, and then Tommy Liner because uh, I figure we'll probably have Hodge as a backup outside back slash <coughs> he can play ten, and maybe Hamish Stewart if you can sneak on the team. But Tommy Liner impressed me so yep. much.
0: And big f-
1: uh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Big fat Cor- yeah, corgi. corgi. <laughs> <laughs> <Freeney. Nope>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went Donaldson, Quaid, and my bolter. I went uh, debracini Jack Debracy oh, hey. Yeah, well, I you know, like, Brumbies. I, Brumbies yeah, Brumbies. Brumbies are winning at the moment, um, and I, I, I like. The, he's got a massive boot on him too. Yeah. Um, as I do like Tane Edmed too, but you know, I usually I'll pick ten, but I've well, three. <laughs> I've got three. Yeah. I, three. I, I went like. QC
0: Foley and <laughs> Tane Edmed. I think Tane Edmed as a ten probably has a higher ceiling than Ben Donaldson in my opinion. No. Long term. Wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that up with DC, how mate.
1: Is, how good is Donaldson?
0: He's awesome. He's he's great. Tane Edmed's awesome too, and I think is yeah. a more genuine ten, in my opinion. Mm. What I, think, would I think I know. Yeah, no, mate, valid point. I think it'll it'll come down to the coach who's in charge of the team. That everyone has their preference, how yeah. they want the game to be played. Um, and it'll come down to the the uh, the talent available, you know. If you've got a twelve and a fifteen who can ball play, yeah, maybe you go with a Tane Edmonds, someone who's solid. Um, he's straight up and down. If he's goal-kicking he goal improves, um, you know, he's, he's the go-to there. Benny Donaldson, to me, is more a natural footy player. He's more off the cuff. Hence um, why he plays 15 and, and so well he's got when it's not his natural position. For correct, because time. he's just a footy player. You know, he reminds me a lot of Pickle. Yep. Pickle yeah. Pickle's just, mate, just like, just a good footy player. You put Benny Donaldson, any number on his back, he'll, just, he'll play rugby the yeah. way it's meant to be and played. And they don't look like professional athletes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Exactly right. Pickle especially. <laughs> it's just it's so actually, crazy, It's
1: man. a good thing to have though, like a lot of options. Loliseo as well. It is
0: funny that the glaring omission is yeah, not Lolosio, a guy who yeah. twelve months ago you would have been saying mm. is a lock for almost the starting ten position, let alone and now it's looking like he's got to have a hell of a season just to get a ticket. Yeah. Which, yeah. which, could, be which could be a good thing. Which could be awesome because it's going to push him to really mm. um chop up from and, there. And it'll be and it'll be interesting the way to see how it um, sort of transpires between Debrisoni and Lolisio down in Canberra. Um, yeah. I know, Bert like Bernie's a big guy; he's big around training and your standards at training. Um, and just because you're winning, it won't. You know, if you have a few off games or whatever, it won't. Because you're winning, it won't mask the fact that maybe you should be dropped if you're you know if your competitors training just as well. Yeah. Um, so Noah, hopefully, he sees this as you know a huge uh, positive and he embraces it, and it takes his game to another level. Well, that said, I mean, look, we can sit here all day and just discuss what could be going through Eddie Jones' heads, but we may as well just ask him ourselves because we actually have confirmation from Eddie and his team that he will be joining us in studio. We don't know a date as yet, but he's keen to come in and sit on the battler's bench. And <laughs> I was turning around going, where is he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey no, go. he's not coming oh, in. Right we don't have a date locked in as yet, but hopefully in the next few weeks he'll be coming in. Um, and he'll be able to have a yarn to the boys, so we'll be able to ask him personally. Um, but in the meantime, highly recommend he's got a new podcast called Eddie uh, that he does with David Pembroke. Which is actually, really I was good. saying to friends, I was saying to friends, I usually don't necessarily just like straight sport podcasts or whatever it is because I'm like, it's kind of boring and one dimensional or whatever it is. But mate, I listened to it on the way here, and it is Pretty dope. good. Mate, he is a freak. His brain is so hectic. He literally picked exactly what was going to happen in the first round of Six Nations. And from a point of view of, like, discussing that the history of Scotland is based around, like, their culture is, you know, they, they're, they like, built Being in chaos, and, and that's stuff. how they go to war with England and blah, blah, blah. And if they can bring chaos to the English footy game, that who, like, struck, and I'm like... Pfft, And then yeah, they ended up smashing them. So highly recommend subscribe to Eddie the podcast with Eddie Jones. Uh, I think it's weekly. Get around that in a big way because it's not too long too. Half an hour at most, and it is just so insightful. Plus, he seems like a bit of a lad, eh? Yeah, he's good. He's good. He seems like good gas. So yeah. Eddie Jones will be joining us in the studio in a few weeks' time. Huge. We can announce that.
1: That's awesome, eh? Unbelievable. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> Mate, it was literally my goal for the year just to get it, speak to him. And now, anyway, Well, then what'll happen? Like, what <laughs> will well happen? Don't, don't fucking do it. Don't <laughs> don't. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Then the show <laughs> show finished. That was it. <laughs> 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 job's done. Okay. Where's ryan gone? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. <slow>. Pretty <Yeah>. Four <laughs> episodes in a job season. Job done.
2: You yeah. can have a few beers to calm your nerves,
1: you reckon? No. Just Can don't shit that? the bed, man. Don't <laughs> shit the bed. Oh, no. I've, got some, I've, got some, I've got something lined up for it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm nervous now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, as you should be.
0: Uh, that said, uh, Super Round on the weekend just gone. Uh,
2: thoughts, Alan. Ha, <laughs> Look! You, look! You rolled your eyes. All right? no, I didn't. You did. What a wonderful <laughs> spectacle. Okay. Yes, the location is is wrong. Okay. Can right. We let, we let's let's let, let's move on. From but that. it is great. But terrific. It is eight games of rugby. Yeah. It's awesome. Six. Six. There's
0: six. Six games.
2: Yeah, six games of rugby across the weekend, all in the same place. What a fantastic thing that rugby union is beginning to do. It was better than last year. It was promoted year. a lot better. Yeah. There's a lot more going on. It was wonderful to have. Mills and and those guys uh, that commentating as inclusion. well. It's a great inclusion. in yeah. and all that sort of awesome, stuff. Awesome, yeah. right? Really so great. all of that I made think, it a lot better to watch. Yeah, it's 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 growing and it's developing, and obviously there's going to be a different location next year, and it's going to go from strength to strength. I agree, agreed. No, location is the only
0: real hindrance to that. The
1: yeah. best, the best is seeing the age demographic though in the crowd and HB Boys performing. <laughs> 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 Could have just been so fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They <laughs> went off when Daryl Braithwaite was there, though, that's for okay. damn sure. 100%. Um, and out of Super Round, we saw uh, Artie Saveyer last night copping a one week ban for his. So bullshit. Well, people are saying he was doing a throat slitting gesture. Darth, you were hugger. saying he was just. Um, I thought he was all sweat. Just he wiping a bit, a bit <laughs> of sweat <laughs> <laughs> off his head.
3: I, I usually do it, you know, in and around the, just under here. But yeah. well, what
0: what are your thoughts on that? Uh, uh, I'll ask the Battlers. Big fat Das.
3: I see. Uh, I s- I do see the whole heat of the battle thing. He then did apologise after.
0: Directly like, straight, straight, straight after, after the game as well. 15 like.
3: years of being, you know, being a, a gentleman of the sport. He did have a, that's a big brain explosion. Yeah. Um, You know, it's, well, obviously he's been given one week. So, hasn't he? What
0: do you reckon, friends? Cop
1: out? Abs- no, I, reckon, <laughs> I reckon it's play on. Um, <laughs> like they do it in the haka. Well, you know, no, remember when they... Remember,
0: Friends was one of the biggest grubs in... <laughs> that's why I decided... No, to we'll put it in context. Yeah. Sure yeah. yeah. If he said, <laughs> oh, that's a bit much, you're like, whoa. Oh, oh shit, yeah. that yeah. must be. <laughs> <laughs> when you watch it in real time, play
1: on, right. get over it. Um, but, like, if an Aussie did that to the Kiwi side, That'd be very much hated. So it's true. You know, there's a bit of a debate there as well. So I, I, it probably shouldn't have happened, but he apologized straight after. That's it. It should. That should have been the I end think of it. That was it. The fact that Maybe he a came fine, out not a weak ban
0: though, but the fact that he came out straight Cheeky after the game, like, and it wasn't. On. It wasn't you know in I mean? the dressing shed post match uh, conference or whatever. It yeah. was literally on the field, yeah. having a yarn to like. Yeah.
1: He's a good reporter too like, he,
0: he is so He's done It should have just been Left at that in my yeah. opinion But there was a hell of a lot Of b- backlash When they first did The throat slip With the cup pongo, Where they yeah. actually Did yeah. that And now they do Sort of
1: across the chest So no, but Snowflakes But it would have been uh, Funny if you like, I see you in the car park mate <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that after it, but yeah, it didn't happen. I think that that
0: conversation would have happened to Alex Murphy. If, yeah. What about Murphy
1: wow. trying to come in? Yeah. Point? <laughs> if the <laughs> Hurricanes guys didn't come in and yeah, take yeah, Artie yeah. off. <laughs> oh, <it's so>
0: funny. <laughs> um, And then on top of that as well, we saw the Australian Club Championship on the weekend just gone. Sydney Uni that back back end of the second half, Dal were too good. The subs, I think it. Sixtieth odd minute, rolled Special on teams. four subs, yeah. and they just lifted that side above the
2: dogs. Yeah, and that was the difference. You know, both teams kind of rolled on subs, and the and the and the difference was that the Sydney Uni guys were just you know way better. Um, West gave away w- way too many penalties and just piggybacked back them down the field. But geez Sydney Uni got some good players coming through. That Joey Fowler straight out of school. Yeah, he was well electric. Position. Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It Very was a straight good. under eighteen's full uh, fly half last year. He's yeah looked good, set up a couple of nice tries. But drives. just
1: that. Machine of uni, same up well, here. They've lost th- and th-
2: seventeen from their 23 <laughs> yeah. no, grand 30 final. players in the last two years. Mm. Yes, have progressed or retired. Seventeen from their s-
0: side last year in the grand final that uh, don't play or are playing professionally. They won me like their third great time. No yeah. yeah. kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they were just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like oh, they damn. just
1: they just play that up tempo footy, structured discipline. Oh, okay. They were good. It the was discipline good. It was, a good was huge, mate. And the thing yeah. is, it was a very good game of footy. Like, let's just buy a special shout out, mate. He was played well.
0: Pit, yeah, man. Navo was putting some big shots yeah. on. I can't Ethan Dobbins. Yeah, awesome, mate. is he boy can play. He's good, yeah. man.
2: He's
1: he good. Boy
0: really can, good. Play. Yeah. Uh, can play. Yeah. Uh, speaking of players that can play the game of rugby, we have on the blower joining us the newly crowned Wallaroo's Player of the Year. It is G Fred all the way from Tars Training, Team Rehab. G Fred, how you doing? doing
4: good. I'm mid-trop, boys. Yeah. <laughs> mid-trop. Coach. Wait, she's, she's
2: supposed to be training.
0: What's going on? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Ugh, we got found out of that one. G Fred, <laughs> just straight off the bat, Wallaroos Player of the Year. You must be absolutely honoured.
4: Yeah, 100%. I mean... It was a a really fun year, so to be rewarded after all the hard work is pretty cool.
1: Um, G Fred, uh, Gary Bortz I saw was at your wedding. Um, How long before his shirt was off?
4: Um, we had we had a little rule that shirts had to stay on till 9 o'clock, so you be- best believe that. 9 o- one your shirt was off.
1: And then, so if you put your hands up, I know Jack's face is gorgeous, but if you put your hands up over their faces, because Gaz is battling a bit there, who's got a better rig?
4: <laughs> oh, I mean, I have to be biased here. I think Jack does, but yeah, Gary's ya. close second.
0: And then Freeny, a distant third. <laughs>
4: yes, very... They- only well, other three I would
2: people, say close third, but... close third. Yeah, nice try. <laughs> George, I want to talk to you about a little bit about the evolution of your career. Obviously starting in the touch football, evolving to the sevens, a few injuries there and then moving into the fifteens. How are you enjoying the game of fifteens compared to to the sevens?
4: Um, I think um I obviously love it, but um <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot different. I mean sevens is um it's a it's a who can run run the fastest for the longest kind of thing and, and it's a bit more tactical, which I like that kind of side of it. Um, I think it's pretty exciting and just get everyone in the right place at the right time, bring it all together is pretty cool.
0: And so, Georgina, with I guess all the um, notoriety that the Sevens game has got, particularly the Aussie women's, there's no thought of going back to that game for you?
4: Um, I think... I'm. Um, a bit past my prime to be going back to sevens. I think the game's evolved a bit too much for me to be able to keep up with them.
0: <laughs> well, Fair then. enough. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> <laughs> <though>. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you're a, fun, you're a phenomenal athlete. I've been That's why I <laughs> <laughs> but Dow touched on it very briefly before, Georgie, the fact that like you, you went through uh, touch, the sevens and fifteens, but it was a very rocky road. There was stress fractures, I think, in your hip. Um, that kept you sideline for six months and crutches for 10 weeks. Like You've gone through hell and back, and then you actually – you had to fly up to Queensland just to train every couple of weeks to get a Super W gig. Is that the case?
4: Yeah, so after I was coming back from my hip injury, um, Felicity – I think everyone up there knows Flick. Um, she sort of got me into the, the Queensland squad and um, – like obviously you can't just walk into the team, so committed my time to flying up every other week, um, used up all my Qantas points, and <laughs> but it was worth it in the end because I got some game time and yeah had had a blast with the Queensland girls.
1: Um, how was the trial over in New Zealand? What was the difference? to the girls say in the physicality and all that?
4: Um, I think they're just a lot a lot more physical over there. Obviously the the girls play the same as the boys. From when they can walk so um, just the physicality and um, the speed of their game I think was a lot quicker than we're kind of used to but I think we we definitely kept up with them Um, obviously got pipped but no I think we really especially with all the young girls in our team I was I was really really proud of how how we stood up to them.
2: George, I wanted to touch on the the movement of the game over the last couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Obviously, with, with now you guys having the ability to, to, to train professionally or getting to that level, how's that been received amongst the group and, and what can we expect, I guess, moving forward in your eyes?
4: Um, I think it's definitely a step in the right direction. I mean, I can't quit my day job yet, but um, <laughs> it's, it's exciting times. And I mean, we're, we're only going forward from here. So hopefully. Maybe before I retire, I'll be able to um, play the game full time.
0: And being able to see, we've got—you uh, uh, actually made mention uh, earlier today after winning the award. You know, just looking back 12 months ago, how far your game has come. Once you girls are being paid, and we've seen it over in England and New Zealand, obviously that should elevate it. When you uh, just look at Laurie Kramer, Bella McKenzie going over to the UK, that'll that'll really be a shot in the arm to help. Yes, not just yourself but you know that the rest of the girls really progress from there yeah
4: oh 100% I mean you look at that quarter final against England that we played and I mean we were completely amateur athletes and they were full time professionals and we really um, we really put our hand up to um, put our I don't know put our foot in the door and um, I think that's just the the start of it so the I can't wait to see the potential that we have to, you know, be on a level playing field with him and see what we can do.
1: Um, who's a player to watch this year? A new girl that's not on anyone's radar sort of yet. Who are you thinking uh, would be a good player to watch? Um, I love that you had lot to lot look of, at some <laughs> training paddock <laughs> to see you. have to look at my...
4: No, no, no. no, no. no. no um, have a young girl by the name of... Um, Caitlin Hulse, and she's just a real talent player. And like, once she gets some experience in the game, she's going to be pretty, pretty special to watch. I think. And she's only 16 as well. Wow! Nice. Cool.
0: That's she's so got sick. the
4: biggest boot in Australia, I reckon. <laughs> 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 a ball.
0: Nice. We're going to hold you to that. Uh, G. Fred, Big Fat Das has a question for you.
3: Uh, something on something that uh, J. Ball kind of touched on. Um, did the, a couple of girls have gone over to England? Did did that? Did that ever entice you or was the weather just too terrible over in England? <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, I do love the summer sun in Australia, so it would have been hard to hard to convince me to go. But no, I had um I had some important things back here that I had to um, attend to first, so maybe next year, I don't
0: know. You can get married anytime. But G Fred, before yeah. you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> It is well known that you're one of the biggest shit stirrers in the uh, the women's game. It, you're you have a proclivity to doing a little bit of scare cam. We've got some footage here. We'll just run through, <laughs> <laughs> just to throw you under the bus a little bit.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm really not. Really <laughs> 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 that's OJ <OG's game>. speaking. <laughs>
2: oh,
4: jeez. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, for <that's a> damn. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: foreign
4: side. <laughs> <Bra>! <laughs> what are you
1: doing?
0: So you clearly oh. revel on being a bit of a pest
4: Yeah,
0: 100% Oh, that's Poor absolutely Demi awesome Hayes to cop the oh, I was about to say, Demi Hayes copped about 80% of that She's an easy scare, guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you got her on (laughs) crutches. It's not very fair, eh? It's dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a stat, though. It's still a stat.
0: It is still a stat. Well, G, Fred, look, congratulations uh, being named Wallaroo's Women's Player of the Year. It's an absolutely massive honour. You should be absolutely stoked. And we we can't wait uh, to see you back in action shortly. March 24th and the Friday night is the first round of Super W. So even though we're all Queenslanders, we'll be cheering you on from up here. So thanks for joining us. (laughs)
4: Thanks
0: for having me. Cheers, G Fred. Round of applause. See you later. Bye. Georgie Frederick, everybody. Oh, good. Absolute gun. At trading, I love that. Yeah, yeah I She said she's uh 6.30 to 8.30 they were training tonight.
3: Oh, that's why she booked in at
0: 6.45? Well, she's in she's a team team she's a rehab. <laughs> yeah. She's a big dog, though. Yeah. She can do what she wants. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, she's lording that uh, Wallaroos Player of the Year award. <laughs> big time down at training. But absolute gun. She's only been really... Made her debut against Fiji last year. Right. in May. So, less than a year in a Wallaroos jersey and already player of the season. Man, and obviously extremely committed. Paying, you know, your own way up <laughs> to play a game that you're not even getting fucking paid for. Yeah. Shit, everyone can take a fucking leaf out of her book in terms of you know commitment, um, staying true to what you believe. Uh, man, fantastic. It's so, absolutely awesome, man. Like th- The girls, they slog it out Week in, week out, mm. just f- literally for the pleasure to play the game, yeah, and the crazy. passion for the Wallaby jersey. So good on them, absolutely awesome. Ah, uh, we've got Rongers joining us in about five, six minutes. But in the meantime, Big Fat Dass, we'll kick it over and we'll get a bit of Battlers Bench segment in us, will we? Oh,
3: sure. Let's do Battlers, mate. Um, we got, uh, we've got yet again another <laughs> little clip from the Waratahs. We've got a bit of Waratahs uh, content. We got this one is who's the biggest sook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Girl, it's the truth. I
5: wanna get to
2: know
5: you There's the
3: biggest sook in the club? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, a, this is a few names. Yeah, sook Oh. And be honest, don't worry, we, we still love him at the end yeah, of the day yeah. But who's sook. the biggest
5: sook? They didn't
1: say me, did they? Nah, nah. nah,
0: nah. <laughs> Jack Bowen
2: As <laughs> <laughs> uh, Azai
1: Ooh. Sweet
0: Wow. Oh, by yeah. far, Angus Bill. <laughs> for, for, for a big guy, there's, there's whole, not a lot about him, so he's a basketball Wow. Yeah. Billy, uh, eh? You might say the same. Nah, I've got to back that. He's a big soul. We, we used to we the live with him. Dick. Oh, I swear. Oh. He moved in
5: um, to our apartment um, yeah. not long ago. um, He didn't last long. So he moved out, went
1: home with mummy
5: again. Oh! Belly, eh? Belly, man. Does he he just wear that moon boot when he gets in here or...? (laughs) Because
0: I've seen him out and (laughs) about. Anything to get him out of training, so... Yeah, yeah. he's hearing this, hopefully he pulls
1: his head in. (laughs) Maybe tolulatu and talimu yourself. I reckon they said belly. Yeah, they would have said belly for sure. Do you guys agree...? Tain, but it's a bit of a sore. <laughs> Tain. Oh, Tain. Yeah. Really? I could, I reckon they said belly. Yeah, they would have said belly, but what do you think, mate? Who do you, who do you think? I reckon Tain. 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 I reckon Tain. Okay, and
3: why? why? Why do you think it's him?
5: He's just, if things don't go his way, especially out when we're goal kicking or kicking, <laughs> if he doesn't have enough balls, <laughs> yeah. it's, um yeah, coming in as the young boy and sort of below him, he's, um... Yeah, if I've got more balls than him or got one wow. too many, he's taking it <laughs> yeah. straight back off wow. me.
1: Oh, good. Oh, good. No, that's fair. Yeah. Probably say barely your tane. Yeah. Uh, Jack and <laughs> white. Jack Bowden 100 percent Every time we play a <laughs> game, that's got any sort of competitive spirit, he right. cheats, first yeah. of all. And then when he doesn't get it right, he sooks and carries on. And I'll throw Harry Wilson's name in there as well. <laughs>
3: That's what I was going to say. I was going to say Wilso for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's always chirping, he's always got something to say, but when something's wrong, when he does something wrong, yeah, yeah you just can't cop it. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say those two are the biggest pests as well on the field? Or who would you say the Wilson, biggest Wilson, yeah Yeah.
0: Jake Gordon's up there. Yeah, Jake's up there yeah, Jake yeah. for sure. Oh, wow. he, he turns okay. everything into a competition, everything. For yeah. sure
5: belly would be happy his name didn't come up
0: yeah
5: yet. 100%. <laughs> yeah, his name's come up a couple of times yeah it's time. not surprising yeah. yeah yeah but uh he might come up here who's got the uh the best rig and the
3: most <laughs> how good was that <laughs> the boys at it again um uh, seamless se- seamless we just had uh we just had super rugby uh super round pop up and uh Couple, couple of little highlights out of it. Uh, there was this bloke in the crowd that managed to sidle up to Eddie Jones. Um, we couldn't actually hear what he was saying, but uh, we might get Fooey, Fooey, Fui, just to just to have a bit of a translate and just figure out what he was saying. Fooey?:
1: uh, I think he was saying, "Here, bro, uh, you seen my son uh, playing number twelve? Uh, <laughs> you think you get him in the Wallabies?" Eddie's yeah, like, oh, "Yeah, mate, yeah, <laughs> yeah." But all he's thinking really is, <laughs> "What was that, buddy?" Stuff I drank out of that bowl mm. with the dirty water <laughs> <laughs> you made me bloody face game up.
3: <laughs> oh, this is good
0: stuff.
1: We um We
0: don't need any on the show.
1: We yet. don't need uh. it. And
3: um
0: Made
3: <laughs> my bloody face <laughs> There's much talk about uh, Daryl Braithwaite playing uh horses at the uh, super round. It's all going off. Everyone's very excited about it, but you know, I don't know why everyone's so excited, you know. He he played at my thirtieth and uh Change,
1: change
3: the words of horses. <laughs> if I could remember any
1: of that day, i uh, tell you more. You know, the good thing is we can't even see, we just can hear his voice, or we can't see it, so pixelated it was that old. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was quite a while ago, Ryan. Um, but you know. Darryl's Nine bench. years ago, in
3: fact. Yeah. Nine years ago. ago. Okay. Oh god, They're doing some maths. Um,
0: Battlers bench. That rounds out an episode of the <laughs> Battlers Bench. Seamless. You've Seamless. been working on those transitions over the offside. Off. Oh. Uh, what is it? Off season. Oh. <laughs> it's <laughs> tough, isn't it? I told you. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> it is. Uh-huh. Speaking of contagious, oh. we've got joining us all the way from Reds HQ. It's Wrongers, Liam Wright, everybody. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> Wrongers. How are you, brother?
5: Good, Jable. Another great segue there, mate. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. been working on it in the off season. Nailed it. Wrongers, mate. Popped your lid. Like to see it. Looked yeah, very look very good, mate. Um, how's uh, how is training this evening, mate? You're looking, you feeling good before the big match at GIO Stadium this this weekend.
5: Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. We, um, it's it's nice doing the night sessions. Just remove some of the heat, the heat factor that um, can sometimes ruin your training sessions up here in Queensland with the sweat and everything. So. Um, yeah, pretty decent session. Um, it's our probably our main, only big run of the of the week, given it's a short turnaround for us. So um, yeah, we'll we'll recover tomorrow and then um, get a good captain's run in at GIO and um, then get ready to take them on on Saturday. So yeah, feeling pretty good.
0: Just real quick, Ron, I just need to ask: Are you walking around shirtless outside of public toilet, there, brother? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus I've, taken much, Sarah,
5: I've taken Sarah's seat I've taken Sarah's seat outside the public toilet seat, but, um, I have got a jump in the ice bath But a few too many boys in there so Yeah, sure mate yeah. <laughs>
2: And
0: Wrongers mate, firstly um, Congratulations on the weekend First game back in a long while um, You know, you've had a treacherous run with injuries With the C beside your name Obviously the big win The boys love having you leading from the front, hey?
5: yeah i don't think i can claim sort of any of that but it was it was great to be out there with the fellas so um yeah picked up a little uh for the first time probably two or three years the body's been feeling great and then picked up a little head knock so um yeah you you couldn't script that but um great to be out there good to get 80 minutes um yeah nice to actually trial a bit of the captaincy stuff with tate we've had a year's run it and i think only about probably 40 50 minutes out there together so um yeah it went well uh we were Pretty happy with that performance. Um, still a lot we can improve on, but just the response was a pleasing thing, especially in the second half, given how he folded in the week before.
0: Yeah, and you, and you talk about the response just then. I'd like to get your insight. Um, obviously, disappointing round one, uh, as you just sort of alluded to, then the back end of the game. What is there a mental switch? Like, what's the main difference um, that you guys brought into this week that was missing in the Hurricanes week?
5: Um, well, I, I, don't, I think I think I think preparation for the Hurricanes was was pretty good, and we were well in that game at half time. Yeah. Um, but I, I just thought we probably shot ourselves in the foot a bit with those two cards yeah. um, and and drained too much of our energy. And then from there, uh, you know, all those sort of work hard early, those non-effort areas or those effort areas, those no skill required sort of areas, were pretty poor after that. Um, probably due to the fact that we just burnt ourselves out trying to defend with. 14, 13 guys for a long period of time. And uh, we probably saw the opposite on Saturday where we, we survived that yellow card period just before halftime or Sunday. And um, then once the force got a few cards out, we were able to capitalize and, and yeah. put the heat on them and sort of keep that going. And, and once you get the momentum, it's it's pretty good to, to keep on. So um, I think that was the main difference. I thought our prep was pretty good. Um, obviously, after that Hurricanes game, we sort of just had to address that um you know we're not <laughs> we're not some shit team all of a sudden just yeah. because of that performance yeah uh, similarly this week we're not we're not suddenly world beaters because we we won by 50 points so um we, we got pretty good at, at just parking the result whatever it was after that sort of monday review and um you know a lot of boys with good energy in the squad so we're able to just say all right fuck it, that happened take our learnings from it and um and move on
1: yeah nice
2: Liam, I want to talk about the influence of a couple of people, but first we'll go with Mick Heenan. Obviously, coming in over the over the preseason, I can see a lot of you know his touch on on the squad, just in the way you guys are attacking. So, just extrapolate on that a little bit of how how's he been and the influence he's had on the squad.
5: Sir George, yeah, he's been uh, he's been great. Uh, just coming in, and he's he's very organised. He's he's sort of got that businessman sense about him. Um, obviously a lot of success at UQ, so he's got the plays to back it up and he's been really good at getting those starter plays for the backs just moving. Um, You know, he's probably uh, main sort of focus is almost simplicity but execution of the basics and, um, you know, I guess it's no surprise that sort of the Crusaders and and probably the Brumbies as well, are teams that do that really well, they find a game style that suits them and, and just execute basics, so whether that's kicking uh, Breakdown, breakdown—something he's been really big on. Which I think, uh, again, we weren't great against the Canes. We were pretty good against the Force at at taking things out there, and that'll be huge for the Brumbies against us. But um, I think he's really good at actioning what we need to do, and and, and getting that little bit more of detail, um, and also just taking a bit of a strain off um, off Thorny, off off Jimmy, um, and to help him share the load there. So you know, Jimmy can specialise more in his area. Thorny can sort of trust more i guess in the in the attack sense of it and and focus on what he's good at so yeah he's been a really welcome addition and he's a um, he's a good man
2: good stuff and then secondly young tom liner obviously slotting into the most important position on the field it, it, it seems almost seamless he directs you around really well with with his boot how's he been and on in, in the influence he's had on the squad
5: yeah he's been awesome uh i think he's just grown up this year um you know, he, he had a couple of sort of run-ins last year with, with hammies playing up and things like that. And, um, you know, Thorny and them have been really good at sort of balancing when you need to be tough with him and when you can sort of just accept that he's a developing body. Um, and I think Turbs really took the step this preseason. There was probably one session where where he probably would have pulled out sometime last year. And Thorny was like, oh, mate, you're all right, are you going to get through? And I think Turbo went to him and he said, yeah, I think I just need a spoon of concrete. and and finish the session. And from there, I don't think he missed another one for about four or five weeks. So um, it's just that evolution in him. And, uh, and I guess with him putting in a better preseason, he's able to be on the field with us more. As you said, his boots been excellent. Um, and I, I think he's probably just doesn't try and overplay his hand. Sometimes at that 10-roll, when you come in there, try to do too much and, and end up costing the team, he just kicks when he needs to. gets the ball to, to threats outside him. Um, and when he needs to take a strong carry or, or put his, his head in dark place for a tackle, he's pretty good at that too. So, um, yeah, really proud of the way he's just stepped up and, uh, yeah, we back him all the way.
3: Roger's mate, um, Jabor and I had you in the uh, pillar, pillar to Pose studio at the CACO uh, three or four years ago where uh, I think you were in a mood boot. And you spent about two hours uh, <laughs> waiting while we were trying to plug the microphones in. Um, do you prefer <laughs> this method, uh,
5: where you just dial in and you straight <laughs> up, or would you prefer the wait? Uh, I was, I was looking forward to being cuddled up between you and Freeny Darst, but um, this is a pretty good way as well. So it's not
1: bad, it's not bad. Uh, smart. We'll get it's you. It's, he's good. He's smart. Oh, he's learned, mate. Uh, see, ba- vaguely remember seeing you at uh, Aqua Rugby after a long day of hydration. What did you think about that? And two. Where should we have it in Queensland?
5: Yeah, um, long day, that aqua rugby one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our friends at Budgie Smugglers on the super yacht there.
2: Yeah. Um,
5: that was a pretty awesome day. Um, you know, didn't see much footy after a little bit, I'll admit, but the um, the boat was nice and, um, yeah, great to great to catch up towards the end there, although I'm not sure we would have been saying too much. It's <laughs> um, where to have it in Brizzy. I think uh, Brizzy River's probably a bit of a stretch. There'll, there'll be <laughs> too, too many in uh, um, You'd have to think somewhere on the Goldie. I'm not really a Gold Coast local, but somewhere on the Goldie there. I think Zane Nongor owns most of the Gold Coast. So he can <laughs> <play> <laughs> it's a good Some concept, place. though. Good concept. That. <laughs> yeah, great concept. Awesome, awesome initiative. And, and um, I think just getting more types of footy out there is always
0: fun. Well, Rongers, I just want to ask you, mate, because you you touched on it before, you know. You've had a pretty horrible run with injuries the last couple of years, and it has really stymied your career, for lack of a better term. Um, You know, you're someone who, funnily enough, actually played for Australia against the Barbarians before you made your Super Rugby debut, um, and then had a pretty meteoric rise and, and culminating in five tests in 2019. Obviously, that... You haven't really been able to add to that because of the pandemic and injuries and so on. But in the back of your mind, you said you're feeling good. You've copped that head knock, but the body's doing well. I mean, outside of the Reds doing well this year, is a ticket to France in September uh, that goal you're really chasing to get back into that Wallaby gold?
5: Yeah, 100%. Um, Yeah, like you said, a bit of a tough run the last few years. Um, You know, even, yeah, just last year was tough, eh? Just back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, sort of bit of just a rogue run, like, you know, doing an ankle in the warm-up before a game, coming down from a line-out, done that a million times and, you know, never copped anything and that's on the back of already missing the first five weeks with a, a shoulder and then come back from that ankle and then um, last a good 30 minutes and just before the end of full-time, the shoulder goes again and, you know, that, that last quarter final against the Crusaders was <laughs> pretty much playing on one arm, a lot of injections during the week, just trying to get it through and um, but I think that was probably a, a, a blessing in disguise, to be honest, having to get that shoulder redone, um, knowing it was going to be a long sort of layoff and, and obviously miss, you know, club rugby, any chance at sort of any wallabies things at the end of the year. Um, that Japan and the Challenger series was frustrating, but it was the best way to build my body back into something that could do something this year. Um, and that was again the whole reason why I resigned. Obviously, I wanted to resign with the Reds, but the sort of flexi deal that they gave me was so that I had a chance to earn a ticket to, to France. Um, the win-win is that, like this year, I just want to play footy. I'm, I'm sort of a player that that thrives on putting consistent performances out there. I might not be the sort of huge game breaker that that you know your Sully and your Nella and guys like that, but I think I put consistent performances in week to week and. Um, and for me that means I have to be on the field to do it and I have to be playing footy so yeah um, I guess the positive is that like the last two years have really made me realize yeah like I I love this stuff like you know the grind of getting back out there and and I'm really excited to put some back-to-back games in it's been a bit of a a struggle just sort of having the odd one here and there and um, then injuries sort of separating it so I'm looking forward to getting back into the grind of having to put 80 out every week and, and trying to stay consistent and play well and for the team to do well. And um, yeah, my eyes are firmly set on trying to get a ticket to France at the end of the year. But the beauty of, um, of what happens is, is that's not really in my hands, um, fresh coach, which is great for for me and a lot of the Queenslanders. And um, you know if not, then I've got that ability to to chase a contract elsewhere for about five months at the end of the year, play some more footy, get some different experiences and different coaching under my belt. and. Um, Come back to Queensland with that new stuff um, again next year, and, and keep pushing for that Wallaby gold because that's what I want. Yeah.
1: Well, mate, your buddy sold me, mate. You, you're in. You're in. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that, I could just talk my way you
0: know? <laughs> hey, wrong is mate. I just want to. I want to go back a little bit. Um, you know, you you talked about how difficult um, the last two years, particularly the last twelve months, As Someone who who went through a lot of injuries in my early part of my career as well. Was there Was there anything you did differently this preseason, more mentally, um, to, you know, really strengthen your resolve when coming back? Because I know when I, like my first, my first few games coming back from back to back ACLs, all I was thinking about was not hurting myself when I was on the field. And it was hard to concentrate on the actual rugby and it can be a real hindrance at times. Um, You seem like you're in a really good space, but was there anything that you did differently leading up to this season, particularly on that mental side?
5: Oh, mate, I think, I think just probably, yeah, like you say, Doss, thinking about the injuries is tough. And I, and I think the timing probably worked out pretty well for me because um, coming back from the shoulder, uh, it sort of came back into being able to, like I, I probably would have been fully fit to play early December. And for us, that worked into the start of pre-season. Um, but uh, Thorny and the coaches and, and Gina and the medical staff were great in that they they didn't just try and rush me back for that. They sort of said, right, we can have you pretty much ready to play at the start of December, and then we've and that gives us a whole preseason to work on it. Um, so it was really cool because I actually I actually spoke to Gina after the force trial, our first one, and I was like, oh, it was really weird because technically this is like my first game back, but I almost forgot that I was coming back from a shoulder injury. Yeah. It was just like because I'd had the pro- whole preseason there, it worked really well into just being this is a preseason for me, I, I got myself healthy. I had to work pretty hard in the off-season to get that ready yeah. um, and, you know, obviously miss Challenger Series in Japan stuff and and things like that. But um, it, it gave me the ability to, to strengthen the whole body. Um, and, and obviously being a sort of an upper body injury as opposed to a lower body injury, which I've had plenty of the last few years, got to actually sort of strengthen my base a bit, mm. um, you know, work on the legs and the the footwork with marshy i'm sure you did a bit of that yeah, too, Doss. yeah um so yeah it, it just it all coincided really well and and i think mentally it just got me to the point where i like if something else happened it, i guess the head knock was a, another good example because i'd sort of said to myself like you know everyone has these runs at some point i'm, I'm yeah. sure that's that's probably what you said. Where you just say, if you're going to sit around and sulk about it, it's it's no real good. Yeah. So I just said, you know, everyone goes through these runs. I'm just doing mine now. I felt I genuinely felt like once I fixed myself up from that, I'd be good to go and I could show what I can do. Yeah. Uh, and so the head knock was probably a really rough week, week and a half. I, I haven't had one where symptoms have ever stuck around. You know, you've had head knocks, but yeah. you sort of wake up the next day and they're gone. So this one was difficult and and it sort of had me probably got questioning especially because you, you don't really know as much about the head what you can do to make it better um, and again I think that was really tough for about two weeks until I sort of had to say hang on don't be an idiot treat this as an injury and just say what will be will be get through it once you come back from this um, you know <laughs> nothing can stop you and then yeah. I think just take that until the next one and then you, you just try and say the same thing
1: awesome
2: that's unreal. Wrong as I've got a couple of quick fire questions for you. All right. One, yeah, pla- one player from another sport you'd love to have on the red squad? Any sport? See you,
5: LeBron James.
2: LeBron James. <laughs> favourite teammate? Uh, Connor Vest. <laughs> 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 Least favourite teammate? Connor Vest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same answer. Um, at least over teammate,
5: uh, Tay McDermott. All right. I knew he was gonna say Tate. <laughs>
2: career highlight?
5: Uh, beating the Sharks in Durban in 2019. First time I got to play in front of all my family in South Africa and um, first time Reds won there in about 15 years. Yes. Oh. Phenomenal. And the most
2: influential person in your career so far?
0: Big fat ass.
5: Yeah, it does, <laughs> yes. um, mate, mate. probably, uh, probably thorny to be honest. Um, you know, I, I don't think many people would take a take a punt on a. Uh, I was ninety odd kilos <laughs> as a flanker, sort of trying to make a name for myself coming through. I don't think many people would take a punt on that and and invest all the time he has. Um, we've we've had a long journey together, and um, obviously there was a lot of people in sort of my junior stuff, but um, I genuinely don't think. I don't think I was built with the frame or whatever to sort of be a professional athlete so much. So um, I think someone took a punt on the mindset, the the work rate, the you know the the work ethic, the stuff you probably can't see. And so yeah, he he's been really big at helping me develop that and um, give me a shot. So probably Thorny.
0: Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Moving forward, Dow, you can just take care of all the interviews and just rifle them off like that. That was really <laughs> good. That <laughs> was a great little segment. Well done, Dow. Um, <laughs> But, wrongers, mate, thanks so much for calling in, mate. We really appreciate it. Just dialing in outside the toilets outside uh, Ballymore there just after Lids training. off. Looking glorious. But, yeah, mate, yeah, you're no looking good.
5: Walked, no one's come in to them. I'm a bit disappointed. Such it's almost s- as
0: if a dude with his shirt off and a camera out outside the toilets <laughs> Maybe isn't he's as advertising as you might think. He's not wearing any pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Such a strong camera angle, too. He's got the Leonidas yeah, guy. it must be the erection. <laughs> um, well, wrongers, just before you go, though, mate... Um, we just wanted to make. We, you said your dream three threesome was actually to be sandwiched between big fat dars <laughs> and friends on the battlers bench. We're able to just through the power of uh, television. There you go. There you go. Oh, look at that! Yeah. Oh, you dropped
1: the camera. There you go. Yeah.
0: I think I saw this on Pornhub once. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Look at that. The best right. of friends. But, Wrongers, mate, thanks so much for dialing in, mate. We really do appreciate it. We'll be cheering the boys on. And all the best for the rest of the year. And hopefully we can see you in France in September, brother. How
5: fucking good is he? I love him. Yeah, I love pleasure, you guys. guys. Thanks for having us. Appreciate the support. Building rugby back up in Queensland. I love it. I
0: oh, love you, Wrongers. Love Round of applause, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Liam, Wrongers, right. One How of the greats, man. He's uh very articulate. Looks good got it, a real mate? Ivan Milat vibe. <laughs> he but is a s- <laughs> like <laughs> mate, so well spoken and just good bands. He's just such a good dude, oh, man. Such One of, of, man. of the best dudes. And he sort of touched on it, like the fact that Thorny took a punt on him. So he's been with Thorny since 20s, uh 20s, under twenties, through to NRC, through really. to the Reds, and that whole way he's I'll tell, I'll tell seen something about him because yeah. he's given it he gave him the captain's armband in twenty twenty at the age of twenty two in a, after le- losing Samu and that's with like Isaac Rodder Angus yeah. Scott Young like there were some really big names in that such red side a good bloke. Bro, he's but he is an awesome guy a ripping bloke he is a like just a fantastic advocate for the game and i mean you know he speaks about thorny taking a pun on him i rem- it, we played the bulls at suncorp and we had george smith injured um oh no nah, he <laughs> Got fucking done in japan or whatever he wasn't playing <laughs> um he was held up in japan and i can't remember who the seven was for the first couple of games that year um who was it higgers anyway it doesn't matter and then we played the bulls at suncorp <laughs> like with their big behemoth pack yeah, and absolutely. thorny picks liam wright and i like and i had just come in from japan didn't know too much about him And i was like this fella Built man. like a 12-year-old vegetarian. Mate, It was 90 we, kilos. We got, we got through the game and Wrongers was in fucking absolutely everything. And I was just like, man, who is yeah, this yeah. guy? And it really, it reminded me so much of Liam Gill's yeah. debut in 2011 against the Chiefs. Um, like just the standard, just this young guy mixing it with men. I think, you know, when Gilly debuted, he was against Liam Messam. Yeah. Um, She's probably had some unreal back row, but Tenor Adam, would have been there. Yeah, and they, and just the same influence on the game, um, and he was just phenomenal. And it's no surprise to see him, you know, where he is. Had a tough couple of years, but I'm um, mate, he's he's got a good head on those shoulders, and I'm sure he will. Um, he'll be right in the conversation come Every September.
1: He's always down at East. He's always and yeah, he was on. when 100%, we first man. did
0: make. Fr- uh, what was it when we did that first? Uh, sixth grade game, make sixth grade great again. It was a, re- I think there was a, it was a West versus East game that had been rained out. And I think someone was just like, when are you guys going to cover this game? are like, well, let's do, it. let's do it. There would have been like 300 people down at East on a Wednesday night. I think Top the game was finished with a penalty kicked by a 45 year old smoker <laughs> from right in front with a penalty all the points were scored in the first half, bar this kick at goal. <laughs> yeah. I think he had a shot at goal with two minutes to go about 22 metres out and missed it. And then he got one five metres out and kicked it. And it was going off. Yeah, like, yeah. Tigerland was going off and Rongers were right in the there. middle of it. Mate, <laughs> so like, he is the man. Yeah. And he will always be, like, he'll always be the first man to put his hand up to play for the Tigers. 100 like, percent mate that 2020 season the sixth grade games on friday night or there was some games even kicking off thursday after training mate and would be there as yeah. he said like he'd just been named captain of the red squad that year and he's and running water for sixth yeah. grade. and mate yeah it's just a, a, a phenomenal top. human man
3: the I th- man i think he saw how maybe last week that rob leota was in the car with the lads he, he he tried to up it, sitting inside the <laughs> toilets, right, shirt off, <laughs> mate. What's be next week,
0: right? Just one uper, mate. <laughs> he he yeah. looked good. Who knows? He's looking good, man. Yeah, yeah. he's looking. Shoulder juicy. looks fine. Yeah, looks great. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And then a good headspace as well. Yeah. Bloody oath, man. He is the man. We all love wrongers. Um. All right. Now it's time for some tips. Uh, tips. <laughs> so, after round one. Funnily enough, the Battlers were up. Yes! 1 0 yes. over the Starters. Easy peasy. So after the results just gone, <clears throat> uh, you all backed the Satyrs over the Landers. You jagged that one. You're both backed uh, the Rebels over the Canes. Canes getting up 39 33. So Rebels just beating the spread against the Canes there. Um, this time around, Moana uh, versus the Chiefs. 52 29 in favour of the Chiefs. That one goes to the Starters. You guys back Moana. Um, The Druer got smoked by the Tars, and the Battlers picked the Tars on that one. Uh, Battlers again picking the Brumbies over the Blues. Dow, come on, man, not (laughs) doing too well. But then the Reds absolutely smashing the Force for some reason. The Battlers thought the Force was going to get up for that one. So after round two, (laughs) that's a draw. So, but you're both going. I was talking to Zach beforehand, betting against the line, and you both went four from six. That's pretty bloody good, all things considered. But that still means that the battlers are on top going into our round three. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> Losers, my is fuming, dude. Don't you lose. don't win premierships in February. <laughs> we just did. did. <laughs> <to laughs> <say. laughs> that is all I have to say. Well, while we yeah. are? while we are? So yeah. You uh-huh. See. All right, well, now let's look forward to this weekend. So the Battlers have already got their tips in. Um, the starters, seeing as you guys are obviously here for the first time together, we thought we'll let you guys um, let us know and you can have a little bit of spitball as to why you might be choosing one team over the other. But uh, Chiefs playing host of the Landers. Chiefs are 22.5 point favourites. Have to go to the Chiefs.
2: Have to go the Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. They're just playing exceptional footy and the Highlanders are awful at the moment. Man. They are d- they are dreadful. <laughs> who's mate. their coach at who's their coach at the moment? I don't know. The coach I don't, himself.
0: don't know if he might be <laughs> here <for a> while. <laughs> yeah. I'm eighty percent sure that's true. Yeah, ask us next week. Might be someone else. Um you guys <laughs> are going the Chiefs as yep. well, aren't you? Yeah, um yeah. all right, Rebels versus the Tars. Rebels are actually eight and a half point underdogs at home against the Tars. So it's in Melbourne. It's in Melbourne.
2: I like the Tars, man. Me too. Gun
0: yeah, to Tars. tars. Yep. Yeah. All right. They went the Rebels. Rebels. So there's a little point of difference. They do well like against this. The Hurricanes. This is they nice. We're On actually taking scoreboard. note of this as well. No, but they, they the scoreboard was fine. They were getting fucking dusted at the start. Can you All them argue s- with Yeah, us? but they came yeah, back. Okay, they showed yeah. character. <laughs> don't provoke him, <laughs> They showed argue. character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Don't provoke Uh All right. At home, the Drua a Twenty-two and a half point underdogs to the Saders. Dow, oh. start of the season. You said the drua were going to undefeated at home. My Fiji.
2: my drua. Yeah, my drua. Yep, Oi oh. <laughs> <Oy! laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna back twenty-two and a half points. Yeah, yeah. Where is it? Suva? It's in Fiji. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere Somewhere in it's Fiji. not going
1: to be anywhere else. Lautoka.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm backing him. A... Does that make a difference if it's in Suva or Lautoka? Oh, no, I just curious. Big altitude. Big time, altitude. <laughs> 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 All right, the battlers are going the Druer as well. 22 and a half points. Yeah. yeah. It's probably going to be pissing down rain. What are you guys thinking? No, they went the oh, Druer as well. I misheard. I, voice. Boy, <laughs> I misheard, I misheard I I Too many big nights at Townsville, bro. Oh yeah, my soul's still there. Um Canes playing host to the Blues. Blues are three and a half point favourites.
2: Oh without Artie Sarveya. You're going Canes. No,
0: no. Going the Blues. Oh, yeah. Blues. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm over for discussion. <laughs> yeah, I was going to blow yeah, blow Blues. Yeah, I'm saying without Artie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Blues are phenomenal this year, mate. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They are so good. And we're so disappointed after last week's game. They played pretty terribly. Their discipline was shocking. Mm. Um Big Red Robinson after the game on the panel, you could see he was fuming. He's like, "Yeah, I'm a big jolly guy, cracking jokes with Drew Mitchell," and you could just see he was steaming, <laughs> filthy mate. Like, just like, "Yeah, stop cracking jokes, and I'm a redhead. I'm not happy right now. Um, nor should they be." Uh, the Brumbies five and a half point favourites at home. Give you it five think? and a half Blues points. No, Blues. no Blues. Oh, oh yeah, Brumbies Sorry, versus Reds. Actually, Dale, you're, I want you you're, to make you're, you're your choices. Can you run this? <laughs> <laughs> Brumbies at home, five and a half point favorites. I know you're loyal the to the Reds, but I can't see them going. to with your points of To the Brumbies. Okay, Brumbies. Yeah. Brumbies at GM.
1: Brumbies.
0: Yeah, we're yeah. going Brumbies too. Yeah. All oh, right. Oh, and then Force six too. and a <laughs> half. The Force are six and a half point favorites at home over Moana Pacifica. Oh, no. Off a big loss. <laughs> 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 I've got Moana. yeah, oh, we we <laughs> we we we're all going Moana. So you guys got Moana as well? Six. How many points? Six and a half. Six and a half points. I want to go minor too. But yeah, we'll sure. yeah, do it. We'll no, let, we'll stick with minor. It's a long all season. Right. It's a Moana. long season. Okay. Yeah, mine will beat them. All right, so you guys are all betting um, along the same line, except the difference being uh, the Battlers think the Rebels can beat the spread down there in Melbourne. That's yeah, good. Yeah, against the Tars. Right, so we'll pull one back yeah. this week against yeah. them. So. Oh, there we go. So there's our tips. <laughs> um, we still don't have any player markets. We still can't put any <laughs> bets on in that respect, but it'll happen one day. Won't it, Zach? Yeah, it will. <laughs> The oh, they come through on Friday. So we do have tips. We just. It's anyway. Wednesday. So anyway, well done. We're krilling this. Uh, all right, now it's time for. Krilling uh, it? Krilling it. Oh, so like a we're whale? It. <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say crushing it. Just a bunch
1: of basking sharks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're crushing this, boys. Uh, uh, now it's time for our rugby from round two of Super Rugby. Oh, Actually, Brooke. no, no, just uh, just from. Our rugby because one of us has actually gone outside Super Rugby. So start with yours, Dow. It's Josh Fluke.
2: Yes, Josh Fluke. I think another. I think it was incredible. Outstanding it was. performance from him. You know, in that thirteen jersey, that's where I feel like he just does his best work. Hundred percent. The more time he gets the ball on the he- ball in his hands, the better he is. We saw a few times he just showed it electric pace. Nearly a try should here. In the should have and scored session. that. To be fair. <laughs> Um, but defensively, he why just... Was that, why was that callback? He's fully foot foot in, in touch. He's yeah. hitting a line here. He does this all too well. But he, he just, His best so position assuming, is eh? centre.
0: 100%. Like, he is a genuine outside centre. Defensively, hard to beat. He's a lot like a Conrad Smith, as you said. Yeah. That hard running line and just a lock at centre. Um, Smart kicking game. Yeah. Defensively. And with Hunter Paisami, yeah. awesome. 100%. Yeah. yeah, and also, you say, you mentioned Hunter at 10, at 12, and Geordie at the back, like you, and you've got Sully, you've got but you got enough yeah. X-Factor, enough threat, you got you throw someone like Fluky in the mix, who's just got good sleight of hand, he sees space in behind, he's an unreal communicator. And he's he just and solid. He, and he doesn't yeah. miss a tackle, and man. And leadership, mate. Yeah. He has leadership capabilities all over him. He's a lot like Fraser McWright. He's got this ingrained yeah. leadership potential that... Relatively softly spoken, but leads from the front, but also you can just see he just he knows how to lead men. He's fearless, man, because he's tiny. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is. is he's but saw, absolutely phenomenal. When, when I first
1: mate. saw him, I was like, I didn't think anything of him. And Made his debut his shut up.
0: in Premier Rugby as an 18 year old in the grand in a final, semi-final. Yeah, the semi final, and then the week after starting debut in the granny. Like, and crushed it. Yeah, hell of mm. a play. Absolutely, krilled it. So, <laughs> good callback, good callback, <laughs> Thank you I very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Grilled you, big fat to The show's going very well. Uh now Doss, yours. It's Jordy Pattaya, young Jordy. Um, yeah, I had a couple. The young Rhys Van Neck down at the Brumbies was outstanding for seventy minutes. Um, but I the first forty minutes that Jordy put in on the weekend, he was mate, he was outstanding. His kicking game impressed me. The length of it, I mean, I, I've I've known that he's it's got a there, huge yeah, on and him the a. accuracy, um, and just you know couple of line breaks in the first half it'll be good to see him with a bit of consistency getting back into the game it's going to be interesting to see what thorny does with him and now jock campbell back fit that was a 70 meter drop punt yeah on the fly like he was just outside his 22 and that landed 10 meters before the rebels it's uh, it, no the forces try line and like, it, it's it's effortless man and i think you know as much as i do i love jock um it, Geordie having more consistent time in the one jersey is only going to benefit Geordie Um, Do I do I think it's in the 15? Man, last year I didn't. It, it might be now. And as, as I said before, with the balance of the Reds team, I think definitely for the Reds, with the balance, with Hunter there, with Sully there, um, and with Flukie there at 13, you know, you... You can afford to have someone like Geordie who's just this ex- X factor. Um, he's putting strings, you know, extra bows to his game. And, yeah, I'm liking I'm liking the way he started this year so far.
1: I just mate. hope he can stay uninjured. And that's mate, And that's it. And, and that's, it. Because and you that's get it. And
0: touch wood. And, so. you know, and it's the biggest thing. You've know, got to remember, this kid was 17 when he debuted for the Reds. Correct. You know, like and he came straight out of State High and went to the Kennel. And I remember seeing Pat Byron. And Chips and I were watching Geordie Pattaya train and we're like, that's that kid, eh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. And Pat's like, yeah, mate, I'm throwing him right in right now because I'll never see him again. Yeah, mate, <laughs> <And laughs> He's gone before round one. <laughs> nug's like, shit. <laughs> yeah, so he's lost him before he even got a game out the of his But you just see him. see him. Again. So you got to remember, this kid's 17 <laughs> like and gone. built like a brick shithouse. So he's <laughs> yeah. just always had this freakish. He, 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 he's a pho- sort of he was a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. I remember being on the plane with Thorny on the way back from South Africa and he was like, mate, as soon as Geordie turns 18 in May, I'm picking him. Like he is just he was abrasive. Yes, he was young, but then, you know, I was there firsthand to see how they handled young Chrissy Sortier and how he never got to the levels that everyone expected from him. And so I'm always cautious around pushing young, especially when they've been exposed to such a young age and they get have injury after injury after injury. Yeah. I think Geordie and Chrissy are different athletes um and i i believe he'll have a different outcome but i'm still you know i'm still a bit hesitant and i just hope that as Freen said i hope he sa- gets some games together gets some consistency cuz man sky's the limit for him um for you freens oh, yeah. couldn't go past lungi gleeson mate oh,
1: he's just uh, he's just been amazing man. he plays yeah. so
0: he, far above his weight he's yeah. he's yeah, the yeah, aussie exactly arti right. sarvea yeah. like
1: he's just he's just getting better and better he didn't start his first game but then he's had the number eight jersey on ever since in Jesus, mate. He is he the man. Is so he's powerful.
0: he's phenomenal for his size, and because he's not so big, he has the Isn't ability he? to. He oscillate. looks humongous. He's, he's no, but he's not. He's, he's not like a big chunky yeah. number eight like line runner sort of guy. He's got like quite a narrow, strong frame. So he's actually got a skill base to but him like outside. That game,
1: of, the draw were teeing off, mate. The defense. Like, was I was like, just
0: watching this game, and I'm like, these Fijians it was are killing brutal. blokes, man. It
1: was a brutal game, and he, he. Every time he got the ball, it would be solid contact on him too, and he'd he'd make that advantage line every time. And I just, and that's we it. Had, He's we never going to yeah.
0: bend the line the way like a, a Rob Valentini will. Like he yeah. won't have the size. To He's got, got that of power off that. the mark, but it's the power yeah. off the mark that Artie Sarvea does, where he. Hits contact, yeah. powers, it was, powers, powers, and gets in a good position. Plus, he does this. Yeah. Like, like we think about it like you line. think like
1: a Rob Valentini, like Lungy Gleeson off the bench, or like, who knows? Like, yeah, it's a good headache to have for a It heartbeat. is
0: a fantastic headache to have when you've got guys, Michael Hooper's still running around. He's only 30-odd years old. Mm. Then you've got Lungy Gleeson, Rob Valentini. You've got Rob Kemeny Downing. Rob, Oda, and Rob Oda, Wilson. Wilson. Harry Wilson. Harry Wilson. Wilson Fraser McWright. Luke Remar. Like, Wrongers. Tom Hooper at the yeah. Brumbies is awesome. Like... We have Pete Samu. Absolute, Pete Samu. Oh forgot yeah, forgot about Samu. <laughs> like it, it, it is an awesome problem it's to good. have, man, it's and so and good. it is so good to see Lungi Gleeson step it up. Like his first game for the Wallabies, I think, was that Wales game at Principality, and he did the same thing he sort Ending. of did there. Like a kick was put in, and he sprinted his guts out just to annihilate whoever caught it, and he folded them. Yep. like. He's fearless, mate. Yeah. Absolutely fearless. Big fat das, Your rugby, <laughs> Tom Liner. Tommy Liner, mate. I, I just
3: like his. He's uh, well, two games in. I just like his composure. Um, he's kicking, and he, especially his his uh, conversions and his penalty. His D here. He's a young little bloke. Um, he's he's not he's not flashy. He knows what his job is, and he just does those things extremely well. Look at that. Um, Look at that. Like he, if you bear his. Uh, Kicking compared to O'Connor's, like he's getting another 10, 15 meters on O'Connor. Yeah, it's just Northern Hemisphere it's, kicking. Oh, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Just it? so um, fluid. I, d- I just love his composure and his trajectory. For me, I don't want to. Obviously, don't want to. I've already put him in my World Cup squad, but I want to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't overdo it, but mate, I, don't, I just love he, already his composure and it's just going to get better. And he's got he's got all the flash outside him, so
0: just let him play his game. Could be the it. ten the Reds need to just. Someone who will just, just distribute yeah. and then work on field position. Get get your Hunter Paisamis and your Jordan Patares Pata- and Suli Vodavalu's 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 in a good Dalguni, position. Yeah. Get them in the right end of the field and let them do the crazy stuff yeah. and let him just yeah. dictate play. I, and I think, was it you saying before, Dell? He doesn't overplay his hand. He just goes about his business and it's absolutely yeah. sublime. And I think um, the, and the crucial thing with Tommy Liner moving forward... Um, and, you know, depending on whether Thorny stays on after this year or whoever takes care of the Reds and whether he's still there, you know, Eddie came out uh, this week and it was something around, you know, young 10s and, you know, they're going to lose games. They're going to they're going to have mistakes, but, you know, you have to stick with them. Um, you know, and Dal's been in the game a while. There's been too many young 10s thrown in the fire. Yes, they don't perform as well. And then they just come under scrutiny from everyone yep. and then coaches feel pressure. They're dropped and then they've, you know, they are gone into the abyss. And we never see them reach their potential. Um, but and you know, every time you see a young guy come in, you know they're gonna, you know, they're, they're not gonna be. I mean, he's been super composed, but you know, they're not gonna win games. They're not. They're gonna have so many mistakes in them. But you just want to see that little something that's like, yeah, fuck, he's yeah. worth. He's it's worth. He's small worth persisting steps with. And, and in man, the right and I tell direction. you what, it was that Hurricanes game, that ball on the deck, and he's come back one hands. Oh man, how sick was that? A eh? evaded a couple of guys, and it's like, man, this guy's got skills, and oh. and he is worth. Sticking with through the next couple of years, yes, he might have some howlers, but it'll for Australian rugby and for the Queensland Reds in the long term. Man, he's give him yeah, that he's going special. I think. I I think this is just me personally. I think I would love to see Hino take over from Thorny next year. Nothing against Thorny, but I think Hino. You look at Hino's track record, right? Twelve years, ten finals, won six of them, but his track record as a coach is. Wrong has sort of touched on it, his simplicity, but getting the basics, rights and standards. But if you just look at the sides he's always had, look at the fly halves he's had, just these sort of good skill-based generals, you know, a Brick Twydale, James Dale Gleesh, these guys, just these little honkies who just go out there and just sort of dictate a game without overplaying their hand. And Hino has a track record of getting players from into the club land system and into the next level, like that progression quicker than anyone else. Like, it's freakish that he was able to do it. And I think he's now in a position after 12 years to go on, take over uh, an organisation like the Reds and have a player like Tom Liner, who Mm. is almost an exact, like, match of what would be the perfect 10 for Hino Mm. Ball. But not only that,
1: his resumes, like, if you're looking at resumes before... Super rugby. His resume is better than Thorny's. Oh, it's 100%. He definitely 100%. But you you just look at
0: like Tom Liner as a cog in the machine (laughs) of Hino Ball. Yeah. Yeah, He is the perfect 10 to play Hino Ball. Like, it's simple. It is direct and it's hard and it's all about simples and it's simple and it's about standards. That's it. Yeah. But to your point, friends, it's what fucking burns me about yeah. Eddie bringing in bloody Brett Hodgson because there are yeah. numerous coaches Great like him so. who probably deserve an opportunity. Maybe yeah. are not at the Wallabies level, but over uh, an hour without bringing um, up Brett Hodgson. <laughs> yeah, he did well. I'm keen to get. Oh man, I've been waiting all, all night to say something. Um, Dal a as a, <laughs> as a as a you know as an old ten. Um, very old <laughs> <laughs> you know played at super rugby nice. level like what are your I mean I'm really optimistic about young liner um, what are your thoughts
2: about him um, I guess his potential the way to nurture him I just think what he does well is the things that we lack so no one kicks the ball better than him yeah. so he's consistent you watch his kickoffs then it's on point it's on point it's on point in goal kicks he doesn't miss he controls the game so well with his boots. So he's got enough of that upside that you look at him and you go, okay, well, he's worthwhile yeah. pursuing. I mean, he's got that consistency. And when you get to that level, that's what matters. This is that consistency of game. And so we talked about it before, you know, Doss made the point of, you've got to back these young kids. Like, look what happened to Quaid. So Quaid came into a red setup and they all got beaten 92-3. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And a couple of years later, all of a sudden, they backed, they backed him, and they backed him, and they backed him, and they backed him, and they got the fruits at the end. Correct. He's starting a lot better, in my opinion, than what Quay does. But yeah. He's just got. He's more of like that sort of distributor type. Yeah, he's so a different he's player. Like, yeah. but, but you've got to have that ability just to just to go. All right. Well, you know, there's enough upside there to to keep you know, bringing him through. Yeah.
1: Do you reckon, Um, and just before you get into your one, um, Carter Gordon, I've s- I reckon he's been showing some mm-hmm. good glimpses as well of, of that sort of X-Factor ten sort of role, you know, he, and they're sort of sticking with him more and he's started build and getting more confidence in his game as well.
0: I agree. I mean, uh, there's huge upside to Carter, and he's a mongrel. Yeah, he's yeah. tough. He loves yeah, the he's tough shot yeah, he him like, with his oh, Yeah, like, yes. so good. Like he can hit. He's tough. So he's got to silky skills, man. He's a, he's silky. a great kicker of the ball, yeah. and he's got an X factor to him. Like yeah. he'll bust a chip kick out yeah. on his own twenty-two, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> and he'll nail it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, that's exactly right. It's and it's good and for Australia. And as he yep. progresses and as he matures, he'll learn the right times to pull out those plays. But as I sort of mentioned before. They do something within the first three to five games of their career, where you think, "Yep, this guy's worth persisting with," because the upside is just so much more, um, so much more positive than you know, if we if we don't persist with him. Yeah, I think the Reds are on to a winner there. They just got to nurture him correctly. So fingers crossed. He's two games in. Hopefully, he crushes it for, for many many years to come. Uh, my, uh rugby. Outside of the Super Rugby setup, just look at these stats, eh? It's uh, Diane Wait, the 18-year-old speedster, the winger from the Bon Uni women's side in the Australian club. The first ever women's Australian club championship scores three tries, and they are all litzer. Like off the has bench. to beat defenders. Was she off the bench? Yeah, yeah. Has to beat defenders. Has to score from a mile out. Like Checker just swerve here. She's a former sprinter, but I think it was oh. nine defenders beaten, oh. four line breaks, <laughs> three of tries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both of them went. Mate, she is goodness an talent, yeah, yeah. and it's so. That's the fifty-fifth minute. So this is just a bit of a replay here, but she scores the match winner. I think the sixty-seventh minute from inside her own twenty-two, and absolutely gases. The Gordon girls. Like, check this out, mate. Just zips it over the top. So much work to well, do. Well, See you laters. later, Bolt. <laughs> and then just watch this. <laughs> 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 See ya. Oh. See you later. Like Bounce that him, one man. off. Oh, and wait. then gasses it. Three minutes, five minutes to go in the game. Gets the match winner as an 18-year-old in Australian Club Championship. And this is actually a testament to Bond. Just the the women's program there. they They were very, very good sevens proponents now and they've now transitioned to the fifteens and it's a credit to them that they actually play as a club. The women actually play a very similar standard of footy to what their premier grade men's side do which they're very unique in the way they play as well with so much width and literally all 15 players are ball players in the way they play. They do the same. They back their gas, they back their talent and they back their skill, and it paid off. They're technically the best women's
2: club side in Australia. Well, yeah, they are. But they've got the next generation of female <clears throat> talent coming through. They probably got five, six, seven that'll go through to the sevens program, and they've got uh, additional ones that'll that'll go into this into the fifteens as well. But she was unbelievable. She changed the game. Awesome. With, with, without her, they don't win.
0: No, quite mm. simply. Well, literally, she scored three tries. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it, it it is it is awesome to see. Like, we just had G-Fred on, right? And she's talking... Like, she's gone from having never played footy until she was 18 and now nearly 10 or so years later, best women's 15 player in Australia. And that was a transition that took 10 years after potential hip replacements and all this other garbage, right? You know, and now you've got an 18-year-old who's come into it from the sprinting world. Like, the sky is the ceiling for her.
1: Like, Diane, wait, mate. It'd be good good if they can... uh, you know, speed up, getting it more professional for the women's and just keeping these these women in the sport um, so they don't go to league. Um, and, I don't know, I just thought, I reckon with the, there's a lot of good sevens programs at the moment, but they should they should sort of work together with the 15s um, a bit more, I think, with, like, you know, there's a lot of good girls in the Queensland sevens set up that could be used in the 15s as well. It would be good for if they could, just my opinion. Yeah,
0: no, hundred percent, mate. Valid opinion. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, we've seen it. Just we've seen. We were talking about Corey Tool just last weekend, right? You know, like there, there is, there is a synergy between the two games, and there is an opportunity to go back and forth if done correctly. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, mate, it's going to be pretty exciting to see Diane Wade in the future, mate. She's going to be an absolute gun. Um, All right. Well, that rounds out this week's episode um, of the Pack Rugby Show. Before we Uh, go anywhere, I just want to give a bit of a shout out to um, a mate of ours from the kennel, Robbie Gregg Um, he was the manager for mine and Chips and Morgan Gasman's third grade side a couple years ago hardest working manager you'll ever meet it's still a travesty, he didn't win manager of the year, he lost out to Courtney Bennett I called her out in front of everybody at trophy night but she does good but he literally was managing a side that consisted, well I was the coach and it had players like Adrian Lynch, Hunter Thomas, and they showed up every week. Didn't get hit like walk into oncoming traffic. Like he did so well to <laughs> wrangle those cats, yeah. and he's um he's in uh, a very bad way at the moment. So um, just a bit of a shout out to Rob. Yep, we're thinking of him, man. We love ya. And send it to him. Big shout out to your brother. Um, sorry. <sighs> Um, but that rounds out this week's episode of the Pack Rugby Show. Big shout out, Doss, Dallin, big fat Dars, You crushed it this evening. So did you, friends. You absolutely crushed your interview questions. Did um, you call him
3: the, the krill switch? The krill switch.
0: <laughs> yes, the krill switch absolutely krilled it. Um, and, of course, we couldn't do any of this without Double Take Studios. Zacky Boy on the ones and twos in particular. Like, Look, we sit here and we just sit shit, uh, talk shit in front of the camera for an hour or so literally that like that's the calibre of people he's having to deal with and every week he's got just absolutely crushes shot. it so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so yeah big shout out to Zaki Boy and the ones and twos but in the meantime stay safe enjoy the footy Love and I'll we'll see all. you next week ciao